0: I was determined to learn to speak Māori, uh, I knew that was a huge gap in my life. And so we, we we married and had children, and we determined that our children were not to be brought up in Auckland, so we went out into the country.
1: Tāfari Mātia Williams, a teacher, leader and senior lecturer, reflects on early married life with his wife, Car Williams. Te reo Māori, the Māori language, would drift in and out of Tāwhiri Mātia's life, His grandmother, who raised him from the age of two, only spoke Māori in the home at O But English would become the dominant language in his life.
0: And so in the fullness of time, it's quite a big story, but in the fullness of time, uh, I was determined to learn to speak Māori. Uh, I knew that was a huge gap in my life.
1: The couple, who are both small in stature, have made huge contributions to the Māori language, not only to hundreds of students, but by sharing the expertise of Te Reo Māori on television programs, publications, and Māori performing arts. As a young student, Tafiri Martia attended university with other influential Māori leaders.
0: I, I finished my years at Mount Abu Grammar School in 1959, and then I went to Mount to, to Auckland University. And I met up with people like Bill Tafai, Pat Hohepa, or oh, Toby Rikihana, Rex Manihera, uh, Ruggy Walker at that time, all of these people who did well in the Māori world. And I was taken, I'd been living so long amongst the Pākehā, I just gravitated to the Māori world. But I was most fortunate to meet a very beautiful woman, and that was my wife, Ka, from Tūhoe. And her first language has always been Māori still is.
1: In this week's show, I sit down for a corridor with Matia Williams, who talks about his humble beginnings, learning te reo Māori, and his work as kaitiaki huhua, or the head of Te Whare Wananga Takiura, Onga Kura Kaupapa Māori in Auckland. I'm Justine Murray and this is Tiahikar on RNZ National.
0: This language is Vishikwam, language of our blood, it speaks language without any words, handed down by our forefathers. To give us of who we really are. I'm
1: talking about Matias, mom was from Kau, with links to Nazi Maniapoto and Waikato Tainui. On his father's side he has Tuhoi, Fakatohia and Ngaitaikitori. Taufi Matia was just 2 years old when his mother died. He spent time at Omarumutu Native School. His father got a job as a teacher at Tokomaru Bay. It was there that he heard the school kids talk in Te Reo Māori. After that, he attended Te Kura or Whangapurawa, where his dad got a job as a principal. Tafiri Mātia attended Mount Albert Grammar School. He describes that as a daunting experience, as there were only three Māori pupils there at the time. He met his wife, Carr at the University of Auckland, and as teachers, they both followed the work.
0: We married and had children, and we determined that our children were not to be brought up in Auckland, so we went out into the country. First of all, to a place called Tefetsu, which is between Futarudu and Tokoroa, and we were right in the middle of the bush. It's, the school is no longer operating, but it was at that time, it was a little timber village. Mm-hmm. And there was about 35, 36 kids in the school, and only Kaanai were the teachers. And, of course, no Māori was spoken at that time at any school. And then from there, we moved to Kafia District High School. I was the principal there. Uh, that was a lovely place to stay amongst other Waikato people, at Kapia. and I was there for a wee while. and Then I moved on down to Patea, mm-hmm. and I was the principal of the school down there for a wee while, about uh, three three years, I think it was, or two three years. And then a job came up in a, a book called the Gazette. This is a book that's uh, published by uh, the Teachers Association. And a job came up at a place called Ruatoki. and I took a ride at the foot of the Uda, where the State Forest. And where
1: is your wife, car from?
0: She's uh, from Ruatahuna. Ruatahuna. Mm. She's from Ruatahuna in Waiwohau, and I've always been on to her to teach me to speak Maori, but it was never very successful. She thought I she said I didn't listen very well, and I didn't learn very well. So I thought, right, up, so I'm going to go to either Ruatahuna or Ruatoki. So whenever I was free to go to Ruatahona, there was already, already an incumbent principal there. And when it was free, I was already a principal of some schools. So I, I couldn't get into Ruatahona, but um, the school became available at Ratoki, and it was a new coppa, the first Maori medium school in New Zealand in 1977. I applied for the job, and I was successful in getting that job. And that was the beginning of my Māori-language journey in the middle of the Tuhoi people. And that was a challenge.
1: So when you came from Pātea to Ruātoki, it was still te reo English was... Only. Yes. Oh, right, right. Would you yeah. speak te reo to the kids in the home? and?
0: When, when we started having children, we actually started speaking English. Started speaking English, but that changed. Yes, yes. Uh, as time went on, especially when we got to Ruātoki, mm. And I had the arrogance to believe that I could run the first Māori medium school in New Zealand with minimal Māori as my language. Minimal. Uh, That was a huge learning curve. And I was there for 19 years. Yes. For me, it was a treasure that valley And and the old people who were alive at that time. Uh, John
1: Rangihau. Um, John
0: Rangihau, all. Oh, oh. um, Te, Te, Te Uru Mugavi, Rangipuketairi. These are former winners of this TV that were, that's being handed out to Kānai. Yes. Kariwaka, oh, 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 a whole lot of them, a lot of them.
1: The trophy or award that Taferi Mātia mentions is the Tewaka Toy Award presented by Creative New Zealand. Taferi Matya and Ka were the recipients of Natohu Ata Kingi Ihaka, the Sir Kingi Ihaka Awards recognizing lifetime contribution. Taferi Mātia began his tenure at Te Kura Uruatoki in 1977. He would spend almost two decades as the school's principal. In the early days on the job, it wasn't easy and Tāwhirimātea would have to work hard at gaining the confidence of the community, as he explains.
0: On the first week that we, at Ruātoki, uh, on the Monday, I didn't know the staff and I didn't know the children, but a message, a message came from what we call the Komichi Ōruna. This was the tribal committee of the valley. There are ten marae in the valley and all had their own committees. And, um, and one of uh, a representative of all these committees. Was sent to the school and said to me, "We need to meet you on the marae at Papa uh on Wednesday." And I knew sadly uh, this was there I had to face the two hui people, and I didn't know how to speak Maori, and I didn't know how to fight war on the marae, so I got car to teach me how to do a fake war and these two, two big people came to get us. One was called Giganto, and her name was Jai, it was short, but she was gigantic. And she was named after a, a character on TV who was Giganto. Another one was called Tuhitari no Noho He was twice the size of Giganto. <laughs> they were huge. We got to the marae, and the place was just full of two way people wanted to see who's this fellow, how did he get a job here amongst us when some of the incumbents of Rātuki had applied for he the job. You would have been in
1: your maybe th- early 30s, 20s? I
0: was in my late 30s, at the mid and late, late 30s. And one of the was said, um, on the marae, the were two koumātua, but one said to me, here's the last speaker, Here's a Ewha, ka mō hi ahua o te iwi o tūhoe. He ui no hoa o tapu tondo ki āia. Ka are whakātua te eona āhuatanga ki te nā nāneke ngā whakarite, e, whakarite ngero no te te ao, nāneke ngā haere a tēnā iwi a tēnāi. Engari, nā te tainga mai o tēnei kaupapa o hoa ki te o uruātua ki me kura, kā nā kā ka tahira ki tēnei ka ake, e te o An koko te, mm. Anko, ko e te ke o te
1: Tafari e Matia says the elder from the Oratory Bench or the Pai, pai Tapu explained that tuhoi is an iwi that adheres to the ancient traditions. He also says that the elder reminded uh, Tafari that even though uh, there was new change happening in the valley by way of this new bilingual unit at the local school in Ruatoki. Uh, he said that Tafiri Matia holds the mana, or the knowledge, and the tapu, or restrictions of tuhoi, in his hands. So his job was stressful, and the pressure was on, as he jokingly recalls
0: here. He <laughs> <It> was
1: so <laughs> black, yes.
0: So it's tough,
1: but he's just talking about when he started the job, he had young, you know, black hair, and when he left, his hair was grey. <laughs> 1996. You lived there. <laughs> you got yeah, You got You. Me there. you went, where, where did you go to after that? Oh, you came to Auckland. Uh,
0: I had an uncle. I had an uncle who was the Bishop of Aotearoa. His name was Bishop Vakauihui Veka. Okay. His dad was a vicar from Ruatoki. His mother was a Williams from Tauriti, also Williams. So he was my uncle, and he came to Ruatoki one day and said, Ta Kwa roa rawa tō wākiko nei. Kei teheri iākoe Yakue kō kā, ki, ki Tāmaki Makaurau, ki taku kāriti, i St. John Thialatuko College, ki reira whakākui te reo, te whakamauri, na minita iroti i tāna kāriti. Anarira, nā nātunu māoko kā, i kapoma mai, i tango mai, i huhuti mai, ke mai ki tāmiki
1: the Anglican Bishop Whakahuihui Virko asked Tawere Matia and his wife, Ka to teach the Māori language at St John's Theological College to the ministers. So that's when the couple left Ruatoki for Auckland. And so uh, were you only there for a couple of years? About
0: three years. Yeah, about
1: three years. And when you left Ruatoki... Um, you were confident that, well, 20 years, your real had reached such a level that it became the dominant language in your life at that time? It
0: became a very important language in my life, dear. Um, uh, I I was brought up uh, in Whakatao here, at Omarumutu, and also even at Tokomaru, to to believe that, that the English language and the English way of life was the way to go. It provided bread and butter. It put a roof over your house. It put clothes on your body. Your Māori world did nothing for you. And so I believed that for many, many years uh, until I came to realise when I was at local university, hey, there's another side to me that I haven't looked at in depth. And that was at a local university when I met these guys. All fluent speakers. Pato Hupo, Vabu Taapai. all the, Yeah, all those guys. walk So, uh in the fullness of time it became my determination to become a fluent speaker of Māori and who enabled me to do that. And so I took on their language, which is my language. And of course I have a whakapapa that puts me right into Rua
1: In terms of where we are today, we're at your place of work. How was this established?
0: At, uh, well, this is called uh, Te Wananga Takiura, o Ngākuna Māori o Aotearoa. It was started by a lady from the coast called Out mm-hmm. uh, Around about 1990, uh, she established this as a Maori studies department in the Auckland Teachers Training College and began there uh, and teaching things Maori, the Maori language, Tikanga Maori, Mataranga Maori, and no compromises really with her. And she believed in her Taham in her Chi tanga, implicitly in the fullness of time, um, because of the internal struggles she had with the uh, administration at the Pakia University of Pakia uh, Training College, uh, she decided to take the Maori Studies Department out of that college. but uh, eventually it became a standalone in 2000. It became a private, it became a standalone teacher training institution and I was working and my wife were working at St. John's Theological College and members of their board came to see me and they knew we were in Auckland. We decided to say, see late later, Uncle, we've done our best over here. And so we took up this, uh, I took the principal's position up in 1998 and we were a couple of years with uh, the Auckland College of Education, and then 2000 we, we became a private training establishment, establishment right? a standalone.
1: Te Wananga Takiura o Ngā Kurakaupapa Māori o Aotearoa is located in downtown Royal Oak, a suburb in Auckland. The training provider runs courses in Reorumaki and diploma or degree courses in teaching Kurakaupapa
0: Māori. So it's about the same length of time I was with Rātuki. And of course the programming here is totally measured. There's no English here at all.
1: There's no English here? No. I explained to Tāwhiri Mātia here that when I picked up some coffee before our interview, there was a group of students conversing in the Māori language who I assumed were from his training provider. And there was some taui over there. Ko o Māori katoa ta reo. Taku ohore reho ki kitero Māori. So, pai tera, And I knew straight away, of course, no, no, kō owa aua, taui,
0: And e kā noho, a koe ni te reo tuatahi, a koe ni te reo anaki. kā hoa ki te kororo, Māori kahuri ki te reo pākehā. Engari, ki tō nātu ki te reo And kō nā ho kato kō what Tafiri was just saying is that Mari, um, Tereo
1: Kikone, so the Māori language is really, really fostered here. It's the only language that the students speak.
0: Some people come here from college. Uh, 17-year-olds and 18-year-olds. We've also got a program here called the Rumaki where we've got about 56 students in in that course. And these are people who come in for one year, and we guarantee that at the end of that one year, they will all be speaking and understanding Maori competently. So it's a fairly intense course. So we've got lawyers in there, doctors in there, teachers in there, policemen in there, Navy people in there, Air Force people in there, all yep. wanting to learn how to speak Māori.
1: This year, both Matia and Ka were recipients of the Tā Kingi Ihaka Award for their lifetime contributions. Both have judged haka at secondary school and national level. Ka Williams hosted the Māori television programme Manurere. In 2009 she was made a Companion of the Queen's Service Order for services to Māori, and in 2015 Tafri Mātia Williams received the New Zealand Order of Merit again for services to Māori. Here I ask him about the plight of the Māori language. Tawhiri says the future of the language largely depends on the young people, in his case successful
0: students. There's a lot of people out there who are experts uh, and have been doing it for uh, for a long time so to be selected from that multiplicity of people, that plethora of people is indeed an honour and uh, we're we're quite humbled by that to tell you the truth. our job really is to make sure that we do the best by our people and so that when they leave their hands, they feel good about being good at what they're doing because they've had good tutelage, good teaching.
1: Kia ora, no tuhoi ngai tai ki tōrere, Mania Poto Waikato Mātia, Williams.
0: is a wipe
1: a slate
0: So